Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind today. All the hysteria in recent years over ESG investing and the multi-trillion dollar Green New Deal and Greta Thunberg and so on is obscuring a much more simple economic reality that fossil fuels are simply becoming uncompetitive. Here's what I mean. The transition to renewables is actually happening faster than expected because they're getting so cheap. Like in Germany, where wind and solar were less than 10% of the grid in the early 2000s, but now nearly 50% of the country's power, a scenario even the optimists back then didn't foresee. And even in the U.S., renewables are already 12% of energy consumption and were the only energy sources to grow last year, while fossil fuel and nuclear usage outright declined. Wind and solar are about half of U.S. renewables and are growing quickly. Solar rose 22% last year. Wind rose 14%, while the other renewables like hydro, wood waste, which is biomass, biofuels, and so on, they've all been pretty flattish. The market sees this. What matters to investors isn't just overall share, but the marginal change. Coal power plants have been closing like crazy. Even natural gas plants, particularly in California, where renewables are contributing so much power that gas plants are often sitting dormant, risk becoming uncompetitive. This is creating power grid headaches in the near term, but in the long run, it's obvious where this is all going. Why would anyone finance a new fossil fuel power plant with a two to three decade operating life in these circumstances? Just look at coal. As its market share has eroded over the past decade, the industry has been virtually wiped out. More than a third of the U.S. coal fleet has been retired just since 2010, resulting in more than 50 bankruptcies. The largest coal producer, Peabody, warned last November it may file for bankruptcy for the second time in five years. Just Friday, Wyoming's biggest electric utility, the Berkshire-owned Pacificorp, outlined a plan for ending coal usage while building out huge solar, wind, and storage capacity in the next two decades. And that came after a 2018 report found that more than half its coal units were uneconomical. Renewables have other advantages, too, from the market's point of view. Extracting oil and gas gets tougher and more expensive as they get used up and has always been a risky prospecting business. But solar and wind are predictable. You don't have to guess where the sun shines and the wind blows. You don't have to take huge risks simply to get the energy. You just have to fund the build-out of panels and turbines. And this translates into the competitive advantage of a much lower cost of capital than fossil fuels, roughly 25 to 5% in the U.S. and Europe. And that reinvested capital keeps helping the cost of solar continue its rapid decline. The cost of solar electricity was 20 to 50 percent cheaper in the IEA's 2020 World Energy Outlook than it had estimated just the previous year. With similar reductions in the cost of wind, some solar projects are now as cheap as 20 bucks per megawatt hour, prompting the IEA to call solar now the cheapest source of electricity in history. It could even mean that the thorniest users of coal, like India, could use far less than thought in the years ahead as solar gets cheaper and cheaper. The IEA is making huge adjustments already in how much it thinks India will need, from doubling by 2040, which would have made it one of the biggest drivers of coal use globally, to now they're thinking it will barely grow at all in terms of its coal demand. And rather fortunately, the plunge in renewables pricing means that huge, costly nuclear plants with big waste issues don't have to be a key part of the energy future either. And this is all also happened without the U.S. embarking on a major carbon price project. The solar and wind is becoming so affordable that it's jumped ahead of such efforts. That doesn't mean we won't get to a carbon price at some point. It just might be a bit after the fact. The price of carbon is actually at record highs in Europe, topping 59 euros per ton last week for the first time. The first U.S. carbon ETF, the Crane Shares KRBN, which launched last year and tracks the IHS Market Global Carbon Index, is up 56 percent year to date. Why? 
it's increasingly clear the total amount of carbon that policymakers, especially in Europe, will allow emitted from now on in order to reach climate policy goals will be capped, say in the 600 gigaton range. So a fixed supply of carbon facing for now increased demand by producers is resulting in a higher cost per unit. And higher costs will continue to make fossil fuels less competitive with renewables over time. So by conservative estimates, already two years out of date, the price of oil would have to collapse to 10 to $20 a barrel just to stay cost competitive with renewables. That's according to research from Mark Lewis at BNP Paribas. Little wonder that engine number one had that massive ESG triumph at Exxon earlier this year. And Texas itself has already become the leading U.S. provider of wind energy in the biggest oil-producing state. It feels like there is a much bigger reckoning for the oil and gas industry still to come. Thanks for listening, and be sure to follow The Exchange Podcast and catch the show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, only on CNBC. See you then.